Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. Well, hey there, friends. It's me, your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the program. Um, I kind of liked out there. Hey, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. It is episode what? Are we 180? I think we're at 180 now. That is wild to think about. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're at 180. We might be at 179. I don't know. I've lost count. Even though I do this, we're on 180. We are 180. Uh, I know I don't post as much on Instagram as an, anymore. Uh, I was just trying a little bit of an experiment. I think we're going to go back to weekly posts. Uh, just trying to see. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a, a higher count without a post. So I was trying to go on back and forth, trying to experiment. That didn't work. Um, welcome back. Uh, fans, friends, family. Uh, hey, always like, share, subscribe, do whatever you want. I don't want to force it on you. Uh, you can downvote me if you want. That that will not bother me. I will not take it personally. I am a media personality, so I, I know people aren't going to like things that I say. No, I'm kidding. I don't. It, it's all good. All in good fun. All in good fun. Um, hey, uh, I'm still working with. Uh, the 101 League. Tomorrow night we are doing FGC night again at panels like we do every night. Uh, looks like we're doing Guilty Gear Strive still along with uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighter Z, however you want to describe that game. Uh, Friday night we will do, be doing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, as we do every Friday night, we're actually going to have a side bracket of Sora only. If you want to compete, you can sign up at uh, smash.gg slash the 101 League. Uh, we will not be hosting a Melee tournament this Saturday, uh, so please be aware if you guys are listeners and you come to the competition, uh, there is no Super Smash Bros. Melee this Saturday, um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you guys can always watch us, though, on Twitch on Friday nights and sometimes Saturday. If not, it gets posted after Saturday on the 101 League's YouTube channel. You can listen to me chit-chat with the, my co-host Ramsey or with Scott, the 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 TO and founder of the 101 League, um, all in good fun, and and the competitors, um, either with Snake or, or Khalid, some of those guys, ranked ranked players in Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, it's always fun to do that, um, and that is usually weekly, but uh, that's what's going on with the 101 League, uh, let's talk about what's going on in the nerd world, friends. That is what I am here for. That's what you're here to listen to me talk about. So, without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Um, but, let's get into it, shall we? Big big week. You know, DC Fandom was this past weekend. Um, a lot of the video game stuff going on too, surprisingly. Um, but the first thing I want to talk about is the new HTC Vive. Uh, VR headset. It's called the HTC Vive Flow. And it looks like these bug-eyed things, man. They're crazy looking. Um, some people are calling it like the, the first step towards Ready Player One. I, I don't know, but 
and they're they're funny. They look like they look like giant glasses, right? And it's a lightweight VR headset, uh, closer to glasses than than anything. Um, I it just it's crazy what they look like. Um, it sits on your ears, doesn't have a big head strap, and I guess it's not front heavy. Some people have gotten to get onto it. Uh, it uses external power bank via USB-C, so it doesn't have a internal battery, and it uses new pancake lenses, I guess, that they've developed. That's crazy. It, it's weird looking too. So it, it connects to phones, uh, only Android phones right now, not iOS just yet via Bluetooth. Uh, your phone is the controller. Um, that's cool. It's all stuff overlaid on your phone. I don't know if people can like walk around out in public with this thing on their head. I don't know how that would work. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's a 75 hertz refresh rate, so I guess it's not for gaming. Um, it's got a 100 degree field of view. You can't connect it to a PC or a laptop. Um, it's 500 bucks. And it's, it will become available next month. I still don't understand how this thing works. Or what the point of it is, if they're just glasses. Like, they're not AR. So, I don't know why people would be walking around with a VR headset on their head like that. Beyond me, but who knows. People do some funky things. Also, this uh, past week, uh, 343 Industries and Microsoft and Xbox announced plans for competitive Halo. And uh, essentially, it's going to be... The, the main settings for competitive, I hope SWAT's coming back, are battle rifle starts, no secondary weapon, no minimap, or no, uh, uh, no, um, I'll forget what they call it, uh, anyway, and, uh, no grenade hit markers, so they are laying down the hammer, essentially, on, on how, on how competitive is going to work, and they want to make sure it's as true to Halo competitive as it ever has been in the past, um, so some, some good signs there. Uh, also announced this week is nin the Nintendo Switch Online Plus uh, and the Expansion Pack. This is what will allow you to play N64 and Sega Genesis games. Big price increase for Nintendo Online. Um, it launches on the 25th, so in about five days. It will be $49.99 a year, which I think they said was like a $30 increase. And this will, uh, like I said, will give you access to the N64 and Genesis games. So you don't have access... If you don't have this, also the DLC that's being added to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, and it will also allow you the ability to pre-order the N64 and Sega Genesis wireless controllers that are coming to Nintendo Switch. So you can play those games with their original controllers if you like. That's a big increase. I mean, right now, uh, it's like 3 bucks a month. So if you get regular... I think it's like 30 bucks a year, but wild. And then, I don't know about you guys, but I really wanted to get the Xbox Series X mini fridge. Well, they went on pre-order yesterday. They were going to be $100, and they come out in December. Well, 
Uh, yeah, I didn't get one, unfortunately. Um, really upset because I really wanted one. I was in a meeting at work when they went on pre-order, and honestly, a hundred bucks like would have been perfect. And it holds twelve drinks. It's actually pretty nice sized, but didn't get one. Granted, that that's par the course for everything this year when it comes to any, and scalpers are already selling it online. They partnered with Target, surprisingly, and yeah, just um, didn't get one. Granted, I don't really need a mini fridge, so I guess that's uh, probably a good thing. <laughs> um yeah anyway how about this analog pocket something i i sing praises on almost weekly at this point they have announced that it's going to get its own os system and uh, it's going to be called analog os uh, it will be a new operating system that's going to be coming in the pocket and they said quote Explore, discover, and play through all of video game history, unquote. Uh, this is being developed from the ground up. It's going to be a... Its goal is to be a scholarly database, quote, for all of video game history, unquote. Um, this OS will store the library of the games. You can search by platform, region, developer, and publisher. Uh, it will take full advantage of the proprietary technology that they're working on. Um, so if you insert a game cartridge, um, like Pokemon Sapphire, uh, it will allow you to find out what revision of the game you're playing, the details that were changed for that particular revision, um, and other things like that. Uh, it's, it's mainly to help preserve video game history, which has kind of been lacking as of late. Um... They are calling it, quote, the Great Library of Alexandria of Video Game Databases, unquote. It's a hefty thing, considering it doesn't play all games. <laughs> um, the operating system, though, will also uh, help you save your game um, and load a game cartridge and pick up where you left off. So essentially, if the battery dies in the cartridge, um, it's optimized to play in both handheld and dock mode. Uh, concerning the dock can output 1080p on LCD or OLED display with its HDMI. You can also connect it to a CRT TV. Um, it will allow you to capture and save screenshots, create your own box art, also track gameplay progress, which is friggin' amazing. Um, it will it'll track your stats and how long you played. Um, however, not everything will be available at launch. Some of them will come with update 1.1. Uh, sometime next year uh, and of course this will all come with the analog pocket when it launches in december um we got some some video game news at uh dc fandom this weekend i thought ed boone was supposed to be there i, I guess his segment was canceled or it didn't happen or he was there and it was of no consequence um but we got two new trailers one for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, and it looks like almost every member of the Justice League is going to be there, except Batman. As we are now learning, it is officially taking place inside the Arkhamverse, and we got to see the Flash of the Arkhamverse, the Wonder Woman, Superman, all of them. 
Uh, looks like they're going to be teaming up with Wonder Woman. Uh, there was a possible hint at Poison Ivy, which I'm intrigued to see, considering, uh, spoiler alert, Poison Ivy died in Batman Arkham uh, Knight, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, some other cool things shown off. I'm excited for that game. It doesn't have a release date, but it is still set for 2022. And then we also got a new trailer for Gotham Knights. Uh, very, very heavy on the Court of Owls storyline that they're teasing, uh, that it's going to be focusing on. And it looks like it, it's, it looks like they've done some redesigns. It's a little more cartoony than what they showed off last year. Unfortunately, there's no official release date on that other than 2022. I'm still excited. I'm still going to get it. And I'm just happy to see Court of Owls being expanded upon in, in, in Batman lore. It was, of course, they were introduced uh, about 10 years ago now uh, in the New 52. Considered probably one of the best additions to Batman lore. And I'm excited to finally get them in a game since they couldn't really be worked into the, the Arkham games before. Um, and I think it'd be a little too late to put them into Justice League's Kill the Suicide Squad. But um, having them in the Gotham Knights. Remember, Gotham Knights is not going to be part of the Arkhamverse. It's just going to be a separate Batman game. But the fact that we're getting two Batman games in one year is pretty freaking awesome. Unless, of course, one of them gets delayed, which is a very real possibility. And then, I mean, Elden Ring just got delayed, so seems it's happening a lot nowadays. Um, Microsoft and Xbox also announced a 20th anniversary event that will take place on November 15th, of course, the 20th anniversary of the launch of the Xbox and, of course, the original Halo. Uh, no new games will be announced, they said, but it will be a celebration of Xbox and all that goodness. Uh, what's funny, if you go to Xbox.com right now, it's actually set up like a Xbox 360, uh, uh, what were those called? Blade dashboard, like the OG Xbox 360 dashboard that had like the blades, um, which I think is hilarious, and that's really cool. Uh, but that will be November 15th. 20th, 20th anniversary of Xbox. I'm sure they're going to be a big, big celebration for that. Um, and switching over here a second, Dbrand. Uh, if you're not familiar with the name, they are a company that makes peripherals for gaming. Well, after going through many legal fights with Sony, uh, even getting a cease and desist, they are going ahead and still making a PlayStation 5 faceplate. Uh, they are Canadian peripherals company, and while they did have a range of PS5 faceplates from black to uh, gray, original PlayStation gray, and I think a different color, they have released their own original design um, called the, uh, they're saying, Dark Plates are back, Checkmate Lawyers, they tweeted out, um, on their own subreddit. They said that the PlayStation 5 faceplates uh, essentially were, were done with um, after Sony kept threatening them with legal action. Um, this is their new, quote, Dark Plate 2.0. And they're using Sony's legal threats as, as a way to push forward. They even said 
with a new one that said, quote, go ahead, sue us, unquote. <laughs> the 2.0, uh, they said, quote, see, well, see, while we appreciate all the armchair legal advice that filtered in over the weekend, the reality of this dark plate dispute is quite simple. You can't successfully sue someone over an alleged design infringement without a registered design patent. Sony did not have a registered design patent for the PS5 side panels when we launched. Dark plates, or for many, many months following the release. We didn't think they'd ever get one. They did. Here we are. Um, so, quote, instead of choosing to spend millions fighting the legitimacy of the design patent for many years in court, um, we've closed the loophole on this dispute and neutralizes any future infringement claims from Sony. So they've essentially made um, different a different design. They're rounder edges, which and they have a uh, fan grate. Personally, I love the rounded edges. I might actually buy them. Uh, they come in black, white, and a uh, quote color match to a retro console, which shall remain nameless. Unquote. So it's PlayStation Gray. Um, they said the reason this one will probably be successful is, quote, probably the difference this time is that we've created an original design for which they have no basis to allege infringement. If they want to try, they'd better be ready to pay our legal fees, unquote. Honestly, it looks really good. They, like I said, they have a fan grate in them or however you want to call it. Uh, and they have rounded edges that match like that, the round piece in the middle of the PS5. So it essentially makes it so it doesn't have those weird flare-ups that look like Seto Kaiba wearing a, a jacket. Um, it, it just makes it way more, like, sleek. And personally, that's why I like it, because I don't like those stupid flare-ups on the PS5. I might, I might consider getting the D-brand and just having a sleek. People are probably going to be like, the fuck is that thing? Not knowing it's a PS5 with those, but it'll look fucking cool. At least, to me. To me. Uh, Marcus Leto, the co-creator of Halo uh, and Disintegration, a game that launched and ended last year, uh, has j announced that he's joining EA to start a new Seattle studio uh, where he will be the studio head, and they were are going to focus on new single-player first-person games from EA. I'm excited to see where that goes. The man is a a genius and a great idea man. Just sometimes it doesn't always execute properly, as we saw in the case of Disintegration. Pokemon Legends Arceus also released a new uh, found footage type trailer, which is very strange considering the game is like supposed to take place like in the past, like past before video cameras. Uh, in it, though, a new Pokemon was, was teased. Uh, and then later... Images either were on the website that were polled or, or something like that. Um, but apparently it's it's going to be a, a, a Hisuian, Hisuian, um, Zorura, who of course evolves into Zoroark. Uh, and it's a fairy type. So Zorura right now is like gray and like maroon, and this one is like pink and white. If it comes out to be true that it really is that, and those images weren't actually faked. Um, moving forward, we're still getting fallout from the Activision lawsuit, uh, and Activision has today announced, or this was yesterday, 
more than 20 employees have been fired. Um, so Francis Townsend, the Activision Blizzard Executive Vice President for Corporate Affairs, uh, said, quote, other types of dis- more than 20 employees have, quote, faced other types of disciplinary action, unquote, um, on top of those that have been fired. Um, this is interesting. Um, they've added three positions to the company's ethics and compliance team um, with an additional 19 more planned for the future. Um, They are going to triple their investment into training resources. And uh, this was, this message was essentially, um, Townsend's message was emailed to employees and posted on their corporate website. Um, It was also posted the same day that Activision Blizzard asked courts to briefly halt proceedings around the California lawsuit. Um, That's crazy. That's really crazy. Uh, Unknown though, if Blizzard veterans Louis Bariga, Jesse McCree, and Jonathan LeCraft were... Um, on that list of those fired and, uh, will continue to follow the fallout from Activision Blizzard and their, uh, the California lawsuit, as well as the lawsuit with the federal government and to see what becomes of all of this in the near future. Uh, next week, the Guardians of the Galaxy game comes out, uh, six days from today. And a bit of things were causing the internet to go into a tizzy as some promotional material came out showing that the game would require 150 gigs on PC, which people thought was ridiculous considering even Flight Simulator didn't need that many gigs. Uh, Square Enix then had to issue a statement later saying that the game only requires 80 gigs, which is still very high. Um, but that is on PC. No word yet on what the console size will be uh, when it releases next week. Also this week, a new trailer for Starfield was released. A very rare thing for Bethesda to do. And I guess it uh, sets up the plot of the game a bit. It takes place like 300 years in the future. Some kind of civil war breaks. I don't know. Sounds interesting. And then sad news for cyberpunk players yet again. CD Projekt Red has announced that the next-gen upgrades for both Cyberpunk 2077 and for The Witcher 3 have been delayed to 2022. Um, Luckily, the uh, Cyberpunk one is coming first, but then uh, the quarter two is when the Witcher one will drop. Those have been delayed now multiple times. It is unfortunate. I wonder if what's going on with the DLC then for... Um, we don't know what's going on with the DLC then for uh, uh, the, the Cyberpunk. I'm sure we will find out soon though uh, in the coming months. Also announced uh, yesterday, God of War 4 will be coming to PC. Or God of War, however you want to stylize it. So... Uh, This marks the fifth 
PlayStation exclusive to, to come to PC. Granted, it's years after the fact. Uh, but PC players will be able to get their hands on the most recent God of War, of course, uh, a few months before God of War Ragnarok launches. And then a uh, final bit of gaming news actually came out today. So we, we pretty much now know how Sora became the final Super Smash character uh, based on an interview that was done with uh, Sakurai. Um, so uh, in his uh, column that he does, um, I guess, weekly uh, on Famitsu, um, this was translated by Push Dustin and Cody Nokolo on Twitter. Uh, so he, the Sakurai essentially outlaid how it happened. Um, and per the translation, and uh, it was a lot more difficult than anyone else, which obviously makes sense because it has to do with Disney and Square and things like that. Um, and apparently Sakurai bumped into a Disney executive or a representative at an award show that helped get the discussions started faster. Um, this took so much longer to get done because of, of course, the rights issues. Um, and Kazuya was a, going to essentially be the final fighter in the game. Um, but after Nintendo and Square Enix and Disney figured everything out, uh, they were able to work out a deal to bring in Sora, um, as part of Fighter Pass 2. And it's funny, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because I, I guess according to, uh, Tetsuya Nomura, um, Square Enix and Disney only started talking about Kingdom Hearts after, uh, the Square Enix producer Shinji Hashimoto ran into a Disney executive in an elevator. It's all about running into Disney execs, apparently, that get Disney characters into games. Um, Sora was one of the most requested fighters back when Smash 4 came out. Um, of course, he is the final character for Smash Ultimate. Um, I know uh, he did say in the same uh, article or uh, uh, post... Um, in his column, that he does want to work on some more games before he officially retires. Uh, however, I think he did say he is done with Smash uh, after this. Um, but it looks like there were never any plans to bring Master Chief to Smash, despite rumors, wild speculation, and the like. Which, I get it. Makes sense. Uh, Sora, though, I don't know if it needed another sword fighter. They got it anyway. <laughs> Um, but that's it for gaming this week. Uh, do want to talk about some TV. There was a bit of it that came out this week uh, regarding TV news. Um, over on the MCU side on Disney+, Plus, Hawkeye will premiere with two, count them, two episodes on November 24th. Uh, unfortunately, it is only a six-episode season, so it will end on December 22nd, three days before Christmas. Uh, but luckily, just a few days after that, we will be getting uh, the the book of Boba Fett uh, on December thirty first. Uh, also announced, Olaf presents 
on Disney Plus, a new short series starring Olaf from the Frozen films reenacting famous Disney films like Moana, The Little Mermaid, and more. And honestly, I am very excited about this. Olaf is probably one of the best characters from the Frozen franchise. So it's fun to see that. Uh, and then Samuel L. Jackson has confirmed that the Secret Invasion show has started filming, and he has started filming himself for the show. Uh, so that means I'm sure we're going to get that late next year. Um, then let's talk about Fandom TV stuff, right? So DC Fandom, of course, took place on Saturday morning. We got a lot of news regarding DC on TV. Uh, first, first things first, we got a new trailer for the Peacemaker show, which does drop on January 13th on HBO Max, and it's everything you expected to, to get out of a Peacemaker show being done by James Gunn. And honestly, his new sidekick, Eagly, st steals the show. It's literally a bald eagle that is his sidekick. And honestly, fucking great. Yes, yes it is. Uh, also, more news on Batman Caped Crusader, the new animated Batman show coming to HBO Max from Bruce Timm. Um, it is going to be more adult-oriented, set in the 40s. And uh, as Bruce Timm put it, more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series. Unquote. Whatever that means. Uh, but it's going to be very noir. Uh, and very... Uh, my takeaway is it's essentially what Batman the animated series should have been. Um, Bruce Timm said he finally gets to do what his dream was, more adult-oriented, noir Batman, and, and I'm all fucking for it. Uh, Young Justice Season 4 dropped out of nowhere. Uh, HBO Max and DC dropped two episodes of Season 4 of Young Justice. Uh, they will then premiere on a weekly basis on Thursdays. Uh, and this season looks to be revolving around uh, a Martian threat. Uh, and a lot of stuff taking place on Mars as the wedding of Superboy and Miss Martian draws near. Excited to see where that goes. Uh, Pennyworth, the Batman prequel series that's been airing on Epics for the last two seasons, will be heading to HBO Max early next year, uh, along with a season three uh, that's officially moving to HBO Max. Uh, and then both Titans and Doom Patrol were both renewed for a season four, uh, of course, coming to HBO Max. And that was the bulk of TV news coming out of uh, DC Fandom. Yes, there was stuff about the CW shows. Uh, the thing I care about the most, though, is Barry is finally getting his yellow boots on the Flash TV series. I wonder if this will be the final season. We don't know yet. Um... A lot of rumors have been swirling around that show. Uh, moving on, though. Why the Last Man, the comic book show on Hulu and FX that's been trying to get made for the better part of a decade now, uh, has seemingly been canceled. Uh, and it hasn't even finished airing its first season. I, I guess FX and Hulu pulled the plug as it was getting too expensive. There's been so many delays, I don't even know if the cast is available. Apparently they've been keeping them on retainer. Um, the showrunner has said that they're going to try and get the show on another network, but uh, as of right now, there will not be a second season 
of Why the Last Man. Um, so if you're liking the show, unfortunately, we don't know if you're going to get a second season. But while Hulu cancels the Why the Last Man, they pick up an even better option, History of the World Part 2. And if you were wondering what happened to Part 1, well, it was a Mel Brooks film back in the 70s. And it, it essentially teased History of the World Part 2, but it never came out. Uh, Mel Brooks will write and executive produce the series. And it will be, uh, they've ordered eight series of History of the World Part 2. This is per variety. Um, it will be a variety series, so it will probably have different anthologies showing different periods of history. Um, other writers included will be Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Barinholtz, David Stassen, and Kevin Salter. Uh, they're going to start filming uh, in the spring of next year. Uh, no actors or directors, however, have been announced. And uh, Mel Brooks said, quote, I can't wait once more to tell the real truth about all the phony baloney stories the world has been coned, conned into believing our history, unquote. Um, this is his first writing project since 2015. And um, the last thing he was in was Toy Story 4. And he was in the Hotel Transylvania movies as well. Um, oh, excuse me. So History of the World Part 1 came out in 1981. Um, wow. It came out the same day as Raiders of the Lost Ark and a week before Superman 2. It got demolished at the box office. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I cannot wait for this as I love the first movie. Granted, anything Mel Brooks does, I love. So I'm very, 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 very excited to have this happen. Um, and then we got more news in regards to the John Wick prequel series, The Continental. Uh, I think it's going to be a three-part miniseries on Showtime. Anyway, for, uh, most of the cast has been announced. Uh, the heaviest hitter, though, of course, Mel Gibson is joining the show as a new character. The internet has opinions on it. Some people are saying, oh, it's losing its stature. Oh, it's making the wrong move. Like, nah, Mel, Mel Gibson's still a good actor. And uh, he hasn't killed anyone or raped anyone. He just said some offensive shit. So I think that's okay still. Um, so that's happening. <laughs> um, and the last bit of uh, TV news here. We got a new trailer for Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. They're calling it Cowboy Bebop The Lost Session. And this trailer, it really like nails the vibe of the, the anime. I've only watched like three episodes of the anime, and I'm telling you this trailer nails the, the, the vibe of the anime, and I'm all for it. This show's going to be fucking cool, dude, when it launches next month. I'm very excited for this live ad adaptation, live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, if you've watched the trailer and the opening cinematic which they released, I think you'll, you would agree with me on this. Uh, moving on over to movies, we got some more news here. And the biggest of them is is a story. So, Tom Holland was being interviewed by um, EW, Entertainment Weekly. And I, I he said some things. I think a lot of people are taking them wildly out of context. Um, some people are, are 
I don't know. This is this you. This is what he said. I'll give you my two cents on it. He said, "Quote: I think if we're really lucky enough to dive into these characters again, you'd be seeing a very different version. It would no longer be the Homecoming trilogy. We would give it some time and try to build something different and totally change the films. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But we're definitely treating No Way Home like it was coming to an end, and it felt like it. Um, we've been making these years." these films for five years now we've had such an amazing relationship the three of us we've been with each which each other every step of the way we've done every single film every single press tour so this one scene we didn't know if this would be the last time we were all working together it was heartbreaking but also really exciting because we're all moving into the next chapter of our careers so sharing that moment with them was maybe the best i've had on set i don't ever don't think i've ever even cried like that unquote so so here, here's the thing. Some people are saying it's the end of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Some people are saying it's the end of the MCU Spider-Man. Um, some say, people are saying... like the, the, What I take from that is it's the end of the Homecoming trilogy, right? You can keep making Tom Holland Spider-Man movies if Sony, Marvel, and, and Tom agree to it. What he's trying to say is it's going to leave the, like, the high school teenager aspect and, and reach a more mature level... If they get another film. I, I don't see them giving up yet. People really like this Spider-Man. Spider, this Spider -Man. Um, Now, could they do it? 100%. Would they do it very soon? No. Uh, do I think it's really coming to an end for Tom Holland as Spider-Man? No. At this, at, I don't think so either. I, I think they're going to try and loop him in. And if anything, they'll get a different director in a couple years. And, and, and make it a more mature tone um not so much the high school stuff anymore and move into to other stories from the spider-man mythos um but we'll see i could be wrong and and everyone else could be right and that it, it really is over but i i don't see them really doing that um i just don't i really don't and we'll see how no way home does um but on top of that marvel has delayed most of their films, uh, Disney has announced multiple delays. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is moving from March 25th, 2022 to May 6th, 2022. So we're not going to have another Marvel movie after No Way Home for five months. Um, of course, Eternals comes out in three weeks on the 5th and No Way Home in December. Uh, the Eternals comes out in two... Uh, two weeks, two weeks. Um, Thor Love and Thunder is moving from May 6th, 2022 to July 8th, 2022. So far, that's the shortest delay. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is moving from July 8th to November 11th. Uh, here's the longest one, though. Indiana Jones 5 has been delayed from July 2022 to June 30th, 2023, despite the fact that it's currently filming very frustrating. And now I'm hearing rumors it might be a time travel movie. I don't know what's more frustrating. Time traveling Indiana Jones or another fucking year of delays. Despite the fact it's currently being filmed and it has been for several months. Uh, the Marvels, the sequel to Captain Marvel, is has been delayed from November 11th, 2022 to February 17th, 2023. 
Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania from seven, February 17th, 23 to July 28th, 2023. And then an untitled Marvel movie is going from November 10th, 2023, uh, moving up, excuse me, to November 3rd, 2023. So, uh, and then two unannounced Marvel films have been removed from the schedule. Does that mean they're canceled? Not necessarily. Um... Nothing has, has been announced for Disney Plus or anything else. Um, I don't I don't know. Uh, per deadline, this is, quote, some titles are contending with finishing scenarios while others are in production, unquote. Uh, no word yet on if other Disney films are being delayed um, or if it's just the Marvel films. But a massive, massive delay for some films, including Indiana Jones, Fucking bullshit. Frustrating as hell. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Alicia Vikander, Vikander says she still hopes that the second Tomb Raider movie gets made. I guess she's been having regular meetings with the director, so... I, I guess that pretty much means it is happening. I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't have a release window. But it's... I, I don't understand. Anyway... <laughs> Let's talk about DC Fandom, because we got a lot of cool shit happening. We got the announcement that the Milestone characters will be getting an animated film, so that includes Static Shock. We got concept art for the Blue Beetle movie. Looks fucking cool. Uh, there's even a Ted Cord building in the background, so I'm wondering if maybe both Blue Beetles will be in the film. Uh, then we got a, a teaser behind-the-scenes thing for the Flash movie. Uh, looks like Ezra is playing multiple versions of Barry Allen or The Flash. Uh, we got our first look at Supergirl in action, played by Sasha Kale. Uh, we got a glimpse of Michael Keaton in the Batsuit. Uh, meanwhile, Michael Keaton is doing voiceover work. And it, it is going to be a Flashpoint movie. As, as we see Barry in a very high-tech suit uh, go back to his home uh, before his mother's death by the reverse Flash you've already thought. Um, and, and, uh, also a tease of the Batmobile, no Batfleck in sight, uh, or anyone else that's supposed to be in the film. Uh, but I have very high hopes this film does release next fall. Um, Patty Jenkins had, had a small clip. Uh, she did say that, uh, she wants to make sure that, uh, the third Wonder Woman movie is, is the best one as it may be her last. Uh, but Wonder Woman three is still happening. Uh, despite the lackluster fanfare around Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, we did get a concept art for Batgirl, as well as like an idea of what the movie will be about. It's about Barbara Gordon like a, fully exploring her time and experiencing her time as Batgirl. Uh, and it looks like we're going to be going back to the classic Batgirl suit, uh, not the more newer Babs Tar one, uh, the Batgirl of Burnside. Uh, we got new looks at Aquaman 2. Uh, looks like we're going to the classic Black Manta outfit. I did like the Black Manta outfit of uh, the Aquaman film. Um, but Legend of Atlantis, which releases next year, uh, looks like we're going to have a very classic look. Uh, Black Manta will have the like stainless steel helmet. Um, Orm is back and things like this. So uh, They're saying it's going to be like a globetrotting adventure. Uh, James Wan giving very high praise. Uh, four new animated movies have been announced, technically three, and a Constantine short. 
Um, we're getting Teen Titans Go and DC Superhero Girls, a mashup between those two. Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Ooh, interesting. Maybe in Elseworlds. Battle of the Super Sons, which is going to be the first fully CG movie. And then the fourth movie, which I don't really count because that movie came out this year. Uh, but it will be a complete version of Batman The Long Halloween, not in two parts, uh, in 4K. We got a behind-the-scenes slash teaser for Shazam 2, which looks great. Uh, Helen Mirren looks like she's having a ton of fun uh, as the villain in the film. We're going to get more of the uh, the Shazam family um, as their Shazam counterparts, including more Adam Brody. And then we got our first look at Black Adam. And oh yes. Oh, fuck yes. This movie's going to fuck. It's going to fuck so hard. I'm telling you right now, Black Adam with The Rock as Black Adam is going to be fucking great. Because just this teaser alone that didn't really show anything, it fucks hard. And I'm not kidding when I say that. It looks fucking cool. I am very, very excited. Um, very excited. But we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens here. Um, but that was it for DC Fandom, movie-wise. Um, and, and that's actually it for this week. Um, like I said, mostly video game stuff this week. Uh, and of course, DC Fandom was was the the bulk of everything else. Um, next week we'll we will talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out next Tuesday, so we probably won't be able to won't be talking about it on next week's show. Um, but the first show in November we'll be talking about both Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Age of Empires Four because that releases on the twenty eighth. So both those games come out next week. Um, Dune. We will be talking about Dune next week, though. So, so stick around next week for Dune, my review. Uh, and then, other than that, nothing else on the horizon. Um, but thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, check out nixnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can uh, find links to our Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast pages, so that way you guys can listen while you're on the go. You can subscribe to the show, rate us, leave a comment, all that fun stuff. Also, while you're there, check out our social media tab. Uh, you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All the feeds are right there, too. Always posting fun, hilarious memes that are relevant uh, to the day, not necessarily the episode, so that's always fun. And... Somehow a lot of Star Trek memes as as well. Um, it's funny. And, and then, uh, like I said at the top of the show, still doing shoutcasting with the one-on-one league. Check them out on Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, we're doing FGC night tomorrow night. And we'll be doing a uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on Friday night. That is live on Twitch. Uh, no melee this week. Uh, with that, I am Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News. I will catch you guys on the flip side.